Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Self Deaf Sundays, the podcast. Do 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 do. I think it's really clear that some of the learnings from this book has really helped bring so it gives you like a high level summary of everything that this guy had figured out the power of their subconscious mind and suggestions i'm so excited to have another guest here today um who Ooh. is anamika <laughs> just you need to be a big leader man um <laughs> Once again, like, well, I've got another guest and, you know, this is the Ordinary Tales and Extraordinary Dream series and I'm just really excited to have you on board because, like, I knew Anamika from our grad programme, so we were both part of the grad programme, working in the same company, but you were a year below me. But I think I remember, because like, I knew you and I'd like, heard of you, but the first time we actually, like, spoke was in the Christmas party, right? And then I just knew, like, we were on the same kind of level, in it? So... <laughs> that's literally how it started right yeah it was it was weird because I think the first time I actually saw saw you is just before I started in September and I don't know if you actually remember this Louisa bit no. orcs but obviously you <laughs> yeah no, yeah obviously I was like who is this she's got a similar name to me I've got to know who this is um <laughs> We were we were at that Spanish tapas place yeah. right after our BTO day, yeah. and I just remember you coming in and you were like this ball of energy, and you were like, uh, we were we were telling each other our names, right? And you were like, hi, uh, I was like, hi, I'm Anamika, and you were like, Lamika, and I'm like, no, 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 my name's Anamika, and you were like, no, Lamika, and that went on for quite a while, and then we started laughing at how silly it was that our names were similar. That's, um, do you know what but, I actually remember that day? Okay. And funny because yeah, like your nickname is like Mika as well, and like I call myself yeah. like, we're like Mika Squared, and like when we go and get our coffees in the morning, like the barista people are like, oh my god, they're bad, the duo and stuff. But no, like I think like Famous. we just the real recognize real winner. Like we just hit it off, and like we just got along, and like yeah, and here we are. Like yeah. so it was it's very like, instant as well, very instant, very intense. It's like a quick love story, you know, when you, when you see, when you know, when you can match souls, you just spot the other person, you're like, we're on the same wave, we're on the same wave, straight away. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, we work, we do our thing, but no, like, the more I've like, you know, we've gone out and stuff as well, and it's just like, we just get along, man, we just get along. So I'm so excited to have you here and like, to share your story and like, thank you so much for inviting me as well. I'm super excited. I know. And so Mika too, do you want to give, for people that don't know you, do you want to give a quick intro, like name, age and occupation? Sure. So I'm Anamika. My age is 24, but you know, soon I'll be hitting that mid twenties mark. A little bit worried. I'm, uh, we're not going to be able to celebrate it. We're born okay. in the same month as well, aren't we? Hey, we're August babies. babies. You're Virgo. No, I'm a Leo. Oh no! I'm a lion. I'm a lion. <laughs> oh god! I know one of the Leo traits. Now that you said it, you guys are similar, man. The Leo traits are real. But sorry, carry on. Do you know what? Yeah, well, different to astrology, perhaps another time. But uh, yeah, I agree. Like Leo traits really are real. Um, so I'm a customer success manager, and I work at the same place as Amika does as well. Yay! So that's like you. Like that's your occupation and obviously like the purpose of the show is trying to get to know you as a person and like you know your humble beginnings and your ordinary tales so 
let's jump straight straight in and like let's get deep in it so the first question to you Anamika is um I, I want to know you like what drives you as an individual and I, I think that could be meaning like on a professional level personal level like what motivates you on a day-to-day basis I, I I don't know why it's a fairly easy question for a lot of people what motivates you but it's always been one that's a little bit of a struggle to me because I think just me, myself, like wanting to do better for myself in life is my main motivator, you know. Mm. Being able to make an impact, um, doing something a little bit bigger than just myself as well is probably a motivator. Mm. Like ever since I was small, I've always thought I, I, I want to do something a little bit more, a little bit more extra. Um, so I think like when I'm looking for motivators and what gets me every day, it's like I want to achieve something I don't know what it is. It's still like a big question mark in front of me. But whatever I want to do, I want to be really good at it. And I want to be known for being really good at it. Mm. Um, and I, I don't think I've always had that drive. Yeah. My A-levels are a perfect example of that. <laughs> I, I am one of those, I am one of those like A-level things. <laughs> like doing worry. that recently. I'm, I'm with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that recent yeah. Yeah. But, like, I don't know what it was. I don't know about you, Lamika, as well. With A-levels, it was just this one hurdle in life. I just couldn't get over. I really, really struggled with. But as soon as uni hit, I don't know, something finally clicked in me that, okay, this is my opportunity now. Mm. Whatever I do now will kind of set the pace for how I do for the rest of my life. And it's kind of, it's kind of sad when you think about it, right? <laughs> Whatever you do in, the, in, in A-levels and uni kind of sets you up for what kind of job you're going to get and what kind of promotions you can get and just kind of your future going forward. Mm. So I don't know, something's switched on and I got to uni and I just suddenly started doing pretty well. Mm. Like graduated really well, got a couple awards at graduation and then it just kind of, continued and I think since then it's just always gone next step next step next step and I've just continued to stay motivated as a result of that of just knowing that I want to do something more yeah I love that and I think you said that you know doing something drives you and like achieving right like little milestones or like whatever you do you like you want to give you 100% but you mentioned that it wasn't always part of you right so like when you were younger like do you remember like so having that drive or was it after that little hurdle with a level you're like oh my god like that's when it kind of clicked for you because it's you know it's one of those things that it's either natural or you like learn to do it as like new life experiences come to you right yeah i think so like gcse's not gonna lie was a cakewalk i had always been just naturally very I just found it very easy. I found school very easy. Didn't need to put a lot of effort in. It was like, ah, you know, I'll sail, I'll sail through. Well, it's fine. I don't need to revise very hard. Then A-levels came and I was like, shit, I can't get away with this. And for some reason, just constantly failing <laughs> again and again and again, I just kind of gave up. I was like, mm. you know what? Can't be asked. I know I'm going to get a shit grade anyway, so what's the point of revising? Which is a really bad mentality. And for some reason, right, mm. between the ages of 16 to 18, I was too, I was more worried about going out, like going with my friends, hanging out in the park. Like, what, what, what were we doing in the park? I don't understand why I was doing that. I should have been in class studying. Yeah. But for some reason, I was like bunking and like not really going to classes. And I think it's when you get that win. So actually one of my customers said this to me the other day, right? We were talking about a, 
sorry, an implementation that she had. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she described it as, we don't need to always, let's, let's say we've got a vase, right? We've got a vase in front of us. Mm-hmm. You can put two big rocks in and it fills it up. Great. Yeah, you've got two rocks. But it's the small pebbles that you put in there mm-hmm. that will mean that there's less space and builds that vase up. You know, you can add some water, it's still not full. You can add some sand, it's still not full. The small pebbles, the little bits of water, the little bits of sand is what really makes that full. It's not just the two big rocks. I don't know if that makes a lot of sense. She said it in a much better way. But nah, sometimes it's like, small, it quick, it's like the small quick wins that help you make your glass full. It's yeah. not always about the big milestones you hope to achieve. Yeah. Um, and I think once I started getting those like small little wins, Mm. It really helped me make my glass fuller. And I think what I was hoping to do is just think I can take the easy way out, right? Mm. Get those two or three really big rocks to fill up my glass and be like, yeah, I'm done. There you go. We we can move on to the next glass. Mm. It's like, no, actually those small rocks, that water, that sand is what helps fill up that glass a little bit more. Yeah. Um, And I I love the way she put that. Yeah. And I think that's like a perfect visualization of our lives, right? Because to your point, it's like, yes, you think that, you need to be successful all the time and like everything needs to be like quick wins. Like you said, it's like, if you want to fulfill, fulfill your life to its full potential, the quickest way is to get the big rocks, but there's, um, earning like, and, and going through little milestones and going through little hurdles. That's what makes it so much more fuller. And I think it's got like two meanings to it, right? It's like filling your bar, but it's also fulfilling your own life in terms of, how how content or how happy you are with the experiences that you have and i think going through your rebel stage where you thought that education wasn't required and i think every all teenagers go through that phase right where they think oh my god i just want to live in the moment like why do i care about getting into the right uni or all of that yeah, but, Drake Yolo was a massive thing as well while we were at college right yolo <laughs> that was that was the term man back in the days um, when we were back in our days when we were in college <laughs> Nowadays, when we were at college, we, we used to say YOLO and go to the park instead of the classes. Um, what do you actually do in the park? Just waste time. I don't know. Mm. Right, we used to just faff about. Mm. It was oh, I can't I can't even tell you because honestly, it was so uneventful. Just I think just... anywhere being anywhere other than the school was entertaining for you guys, and it's like yeah, you do feel like a rebel. Like I'm going against the, you know, the like the what my parents want me to do and it gives you kind of like bad girl vibes <laughs> you know what was even funnier yeah. is the second i didn't attend a class this college was so advanced they drop a text to my mom to say she's not in class snakes <laughs> snakes i know so before i'd even get home she'd be yeah. like why didn't you go to why didn't you go to a maths class for the uh, again yeah. and you should send reports home of all the classes you hadn't hadn't attended ultimate snitches yeah. At, once again, at that time, I thought, ah, it's fine. I don't need to attend classes. I don't need to go. I, I don't need to do all of this because come exam time, I'll just sell through again. Mm. Yeah, that didn't happen. Well, do you know, <laughs> the, the boat did not leave the dock. <laughs> but like, I think to your point, because I can totally relate. I think I mentioned it on, on a different episode where I went through uni, um, went to uni through clearing. And I think similar to you, because I'd gotten through clearing, I think it made me embrace it so much more. And to your point is that because like I it felt like a second chance for me I was like oh no I need to give it my all kind of thing but like let's maybe delve in a bit into the struggle side of things right and like something we spoke about earlier was like so often people only look at success and like someone might look at you 
or us and say, I want to be like them, I want to work like them. But we didn't get here easily. Like, do you know what I mean? We had no's, we had hurdles. Like it, there was a lot of challenging times for us as well to get to where we are today. But when you were going through those failures, like how were you feeling? And like, you know, what did you do to overcome that? Because so many people, you know, when there's something hard in your life, you can either give up or you can use it to your benefit and you clearly use it to your benefit. You turned it around to something good. Um, but you know, how did you feel and what did you do to overcome those hard times? I think like one of the biggest lessons that I've learned um, was during my year in the industry. So I'd always prided myself in my presentation skills. Oh, I'm so good at presenting. Oh, you know, and we had we had the CEO come in who was like, uh, Annika, I'd really like to do a bit of an overview session with you to see what you've learned so far. And at the time, the head, so I was working in sales and marketing for this part. Um, so the, the temporary head of sales was like, okay, uh, that's great but stay on brief. So when you're presenting, I want you to go through X, Y, and Z. Now there was a bit of a transition going on at the moment. There was a brand new CEO, very young, 29. He's the one who made the request of seeing my, my learning path, my journey so far. But the old CEO was still about. Mm. Now the old CEO gets a hold of me and goes, Anamika, I want you to do this uh, big competitor review. Uh, and for me, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. He's given me this really cool, shiny project that I could go off and do. Yeah. And I neglected my presentation. I made it really shiny, really pretty. So on the outside, um, it looks it looks great. But I think they put the term is lipstick on a pig. <laughs> the content was atrocious. Yeah. So I went through this presentation and I will never forget Lynn's lips, like pursing. Mm. And as I was talking, she was getting more and more pissed off. Mm. But I thought, oh, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm present my present my presenting style is fantastic. Look it's all about the, delivery. Yeah, look at all these transitions, like fancy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Who who cares when your formatting's on point? Yeah. Um, and then after that meeting, she pulled me in, and oh my. God, I've never been dressed down so badly in my life. She ripped me apart. She absolutely ripped me and said, young lady, I don't know who you think you are. Just because you've been given this really shiny project by ex-old CEO doesn't mean you can neglect the work that I've given you. You didn't stick to breathe. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. And I went back and I felt absolutely defeated. Um, but this woman turned into my mentor and she is by profession a industry coach with some of the biggest brands mm. and she 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 said starting tomorrow me and you are going to work on this mm. um she's like you've got all of this energy but it's not constructive right you go off here you go off there you start this project you don't finish this right we're starting for tomorrow and over the remaining six seven months that i had she made me exercise <laughs> and really home in on those skills so she literally stripped me back mm. and built me up again mm. um and i think that was a, such a humbling experience mm. really really humbling and i think it's just like a cockiness of of being young sometimes you just come with this thing like, oh yeah i've seen it a couple of times i can go off and do it and yeah. it's like no you really can't you're a foolish foolish person <laughs> Um, because if the content's not there, you've got nothing, right? There's no point 
pretending you're a fantastic presenter. There's no stop the substance behind you. Mm. And I remember going home and crying. I, I was crying in my car in the parking lot <laughs> at the end of the day. It was like sad. It was really sad. Like you thought you life is over. Oh, I was like, what? I am an idiot. I'm a delusional idiot. I can't believe I've been so stupid. And it wasn't that I was upset at Lynn. It was that everything she was telling me was a hundred percent true, yeah. a million and twenty percent true. But I just was like, I've I've been so stupid. I can't believe that. It's a disappointment within yourself. Um, but I think with her, she she found that okay, you've got it. You've just not honed in on it. Mm. And I I'm never going to be happy for that lesson because you're never going to have people that honest with you. The people who care about you the most are the ones that are going to have those really honest conversations with you. Mm. Um, who are going to be there and just strip you back <laughs> when you need it. Mm. Um, and I was what that was like four or five years ago, and it's still one of the biggest learning curves that I've had yeah. and it shaped how I see everything and how I do everything because yeah. um, I, I love presenting I love speaking I love doing all of that but the lessons she taught me mm. have stuck with me throughout everything I do and yeah I, that was that was really 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 hard because yeah. you can either take that take that work on it you know someone's giving you this golden opportunity to really hone in on your skills really improve and not a lot of people are going to do that no you can either be really pissed off and resent that person how dare they talk to me like that i de- delivered a killer princess you know you can really mm. easily just say it's them not me mm. um and i think actually having people who are there to help and support you along the way is it you, you know you, you can't even thank people enough that you do that for you mm. um not everyone will and i think that's that's been one of the things throughout is i've always for some reason i i don't know what it is i've always had people there who believe in me mm. um throughout through I, and i know this is like really similar with you as well Nika. for some reason people just want to help and i just find it amazing and i i i try to do it where i can as well because i've been so fortunate in that Mm. is where I can help I 100% will mm. um because that's that's what's happened with me throughout my career throughout my career two whole years and a year <laughs> in industry <laughs> but you know well as I've been learning and going along I've always had people there who are helping and supporting me yeah I'm helping me grow as a person yeah I love that and I think going back to the story that you just shared like you thought you were great at presentation, right? So going in, like, I think... Oh, trash. In retrospect, trash. <laughs> Honestly, but the fact that, like, the ex-CEO actually asked you to present, I bet that boosted your ego to the, the roof. And you thought that, oh, my God, I'm going to kill it. And what you did is, like, you made it fancy, but the actual content was clearly, you know, it, it, could, it could have been better. And <laughs> the fact that when the lady calls you out on it, I'm sure it hurt in the beginning, right? Because it wants any ego oh, gets in the yeah. way. Like it hurts, it's bruised, your ego's bruised. But what you did there is like rather than like dwelling on it and holding on to it and actually resenting that lady, you put your hand up and said, Do you know what? Like you've got a point. And I think that takes a lot of um awareness and vulnerability as well to say that actually I do need to work on it. And you thought you were a good presenter before you went in, but that experience experience clearly humbled you. And the fact that you put your hand up and said, Okay, I'm gonna need to work on it, that has made you who you are today, five years on, right? And I'm sure that all the experiences like all the presentation that you do now is down to that specific moment so it's really clear it's interesting how that 
these pivotal moments come into our life where we get tested and it's up to you whether you want to take it on board and improve or you want to resent it and not develop and the I guess like going back to the whole channel of self-development that is a true example of how you developed yourself by not letting your ego get in the way and as a result you are the way you are today right that's one thing that I've always asked for is I think feedback is a blessing Mm. if someone's willing to put time in to say you need to work on x y and z oh I would rather have that a million times over than someone say good job yeah great that's (laughs) you know fantastic it's great to be appreciated and get good feedback but I think having constructive feedback where you can work where you can progress where you can develop in my opinion is far more valuable yeah exactly. and not everyone's willing to invest time to actually do that so if you do get it it's like I think it's a gift it is and I think to your point people the people that are the most honest and that mean well for you will give you constructive feedback right it's interesting because you think that oh you're being a hater but in reality it's the people that mean well for you that are willing to give that feedback and let's be honest our mums cusses out our dads cusses out and they're the closest <laughs> people to us do you know what i mean but you know they mean well so i think it's identifying those allies and those people that you know you can trust when they give you feedback and it's not to try and bring you down but it's to help you become better as a person right so you're right like feedback is a gift and that's how you develop and grow in all aspects of your life right yeah for sure yeah I think if you if you if you manage to identify and find those people oh I'm, I'm telling you it changes the way you work um even at work you know there's a couple of people that I know I can depend on for honest feedback at times mm. so while everyone would be nodding and saying yeah great 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 I can go to their marker and say okay tell me honestly was that great or where can I improve a little mm. bit more and they'll be straight they'll be like listen you did good here that part was a little quiet this part was that and I think that's that's what I hope to continue to give to people as well in a in a good way but also just making sure that you're not I think there's a way of delivering it as well right you don't want to seem like you're just being a dickhead <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you want to make sure that you're delivering it correctly and it's coming from a, a, a good place and it's not just somewhere something that you're you're saying for the sake of it exactly yeah and I think like what you also said around like you know in your career or whatever like you've learned that people always want to help and it's really interesting because I guess that goes back to you as a person like you're a positive person and you clearly work hard and you just said like I don't know why people want to help but it's because of your work that you do and you seek opportunities and you put yourself out there and as a result people are always willing to help right um so in a way like things work on your favor and it's interesting because there are some other people who say like oh my god no one wants to help me out and like everyone's working against me but it also goes back to your own personality trait and your own way of looking at life is that actually no like there are good people and there are people that want to help and as a result because of your that mentality and that um you know perception that you have of people that's what you attract into your life and it helps the win-win situation right because they help you you help them and that's how you build those mental mentee relationships like coach coachy relationships and it is a mutually beneficial kind of relationship so i think a lot of people can learn from what you said where you said you know people want to help and it's true like people do want to help as long as you're we- you're willing to uh, receive the help as well right so yeah i, I like what you said there good yeah, on and I-, I think <laughs> thanks <laughs> thanks <laughs> but it's it yeah it's 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 an interesting one because I think I, I've seen so many times right 
you'll be in a room and no one's asking any questions. You'll be part of a graduate program in any company. You tend to be able to access very senior people. Um, and I think as a result, you can really build connections. These are super unique insights you can get. Um, I think one of the one of the people that I've really has really inspired me since joining the company that I currently work in is a you know a boss, an absolute boss woman, who is the ex CXO of our company mm. that we work at. Um, and from really early on, she was a huge champion of women of color, mm. and there was just some lessons that she she said. And she just looks you, she looks you right in the eye as she says this. Mm. No one's going to fight for you harder than you fight for yourself. Mm. There'll be people there who will help and support you along the way, but you need to know what value, what, what value you bring to them as well, because everything's a two-way street, right? Mm. So are you, are you helping them see insights into something they wouldn't have seen before? Are you just listening to them? Are you taking in their knowledge? Are you being part of their journey as well? Is it a reverse mentoring situation? Um, and I think like just insights and things you can get mm. as a grad, I think at times as well, is really powerful. And I think what since being on our scheme and what we were doing a couple years ago or however many years ago when we were on there, mm. um, I think I still hold, I still hold and think about those lessons mm. every single day. Um, especially as we go through career changes and career progression. Mm. There's some things that you get told along the way that mm. just stick with you. And, you know, I think we're just very lucky that you, you come with a certain attitude that people do get attracted to. Mm. Exactly. And I think that's, that's so true. It's like, how, how do you make the most out of your opportunities? Right. And like, given the opportunity that we have like this is just the beginning and I say that all the time like we've still got what 20 30 years of career career left like there's going to be a lot of ups minimum, minimum yeah exactly like, I mean like, if we we're still have, right now we're going to be working for a long time <laughs> like, unless we get hit the lottery or like we someone blesses us with something we'll be working but I don't know about you but I actually enjoy working because I read somewhere as always well, like people want to feel like they're adding value to whatever that they're doing and like after you retire like not everyone they feel like they lose their purpose kind of thing and I feel like you're one of those like people that loves working as well and I love that as well you know because I, I actually love working like if that sounds weird like no I'm exactly the same like I love having a purpose mm. and I know I know there's there's greater things and there's greater purposes than just work in the world mm. but I, I love having things to do. I love having a routine. I love having a set of responsibilities. Um, and I like making a bit of a change because I think with our particular role where we work, we're able to do that, right? Mm. We're able to have a, a larger purpose than just the work you do. Mm. So whatever work looks like, that's great. But you can do other things to top that up as well. Um, and yeah, you're, I, I, completely, I completely agree with you. I love working. <laughs> I love doing the extracurriculars as well. I'm, I'm a nerd. I love a bit of extracurriculars. I know. And I'm the same as you. And it's funny because we had this chat before where, well, you came from an ITMB background. I came from a, right? ITMB, right? IT business. Uh, IT, I, computing, computing consultancy to be exact. Oh, check you. Because yeah, I'm the same. And like, one thing that I learned was that I, I did the coding and everything, but I, I enjoyed the people aspect. I enjoyed the consulting side. So I used to like take up all the, 
you know, business related courses with the IT background. And I remember you said the same thing. And like, that's the reason why, like, in our current workers, you like taking those extracurricular activities because it, it, I think it stems from your time at uni, but it's also kind of followed you through. And like, for me as well, like, even in my grad year, I was just like, yes to everything. Like, VTO, yeah, like, advisory council, like, sign me up. Like, it was just fun because, you know, there are a lot of skills that you learn along the way. And I think, it's interesting because so many people are like, I'm only going to get involved with um, work that's paying me. And that's fair enough. That's their way of looking at it. But for me, I'm like, you know what? Like meeting those people and coming up and actually thinking those kind of skills have actually built a muscle for me, which I can then apply into my day job. Right. So it's interesting how it's like, actually it's not extracurricular because the work that you do there feeds back into your day job and that, and it makes you who you are. Cause it's like, personal development in a way isn't it like whatever you do ex- in the external kind of activities as well yeah for sure and I think it feeds into the work you do and the connections you make mm. we're both very similar in our pe- in our love of people right? yeah, yeah, yeah. like you said we could have easily gone down the coding route secured the bag that way but <laughs> me and you are both <laughs> yeah. me and you are both people people through yeah. and through um, I just, I love talking to people. I love connecting with people. I love meeting new people. And I think connections are the thing that makes us human and makes mm. us grow and develop. Mm. Because the more people you know, the more lessons you can learn, the more stories that you gather. Mm. Um, and I think the more insight you get into how people live. Because it's so easy to be trapped in your own bubble mm. and have a one-way stream of thought and one way of thinking because you tend to connect and meet other people who think and act exactly like you as well mm. whereas if you actually open up your circle and do these so-called extra curriculars mm. you're exposed to a whole other range of people that you would have never met before and never got insight into and never learned about their lives and how they live and it's 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 that whole people piece again right meeting new people connecting with new people and it it links to that self-development too it's how it you view the world you might you might gain another insight or skill or thought through through meeting someone new and seeing the world through their eyes. Mm, that's so true. And like, I think the key takeaway there is like putting yourself out there and showing up and saying yes to opportunities because we're all human beings. We get lazy. We don't want to have responsibilities. But <laughs> but I think the fact that <laughs> but the fact that you you know you go out there and like say yes to things. I think that has definitely helped you to get where you are today but also more importantly it's going to help you to get wherever you go next and I think that's a really good segue into like the second half of the um the podcast because up until now like we got to know as an individual what drives you and some of your key learnings and insights and I think like like some of the things that you said around like finding uh, the right people to give you feedback like that mentoring relationships and like being able to like take feedback on the chin and move forward with it also leveraging your connections. I think that's been really insightful to like understand who you are and you know what got you to where you are. Um, so I guess like the next part of the series of the podcast is all around the extraordinary dreams part, which is all around the future, right? And like, what do you want to do in the future? So I'm going to ask you this one question and then we can like um, talk around it um, as we go. So my question to you, Anamika, is what do you want your legacy to be? Oh... That is, let me do what I do in my customer meetings. That is a very interesting question. <laughs> practice it, practice it. Use me as a practice ground. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. I know 
I know what I want to do and want to be known for, and it's helping others. Mm. Um, whatever shape or form that might be, you know, in a, a philanthropic way or even just helping support someone through their career, um, just known as someone who was there to help other people, there to support other people, um, and was good at her job. Did her job well, did her job good <laughs> and was and was there to help and support people along the way um i think there's so many great stories that you hear about people who are super successful in life who bring people along with them on their journey and that's kind of what i would hope to do one day is just continue working the way i am hopefully continuing to <laughs> attract positive energy and be incredibly lucky in the people that i meet along the way mm. but as i'm going bringing others with me um mm. And we were talking about this just before we started the recording, right? Um, about, you know, one of, one of the things that we do a lot of is volunteering. Mm. Um, and so we'll have schools from throughout London come into the tap, into the, into the tower, into the building, mm. um, and have these insight days. Mm. And I remember doing something similar. So obviously, in a city London kid, Stratford, woo! Um, I, I, I won't ever forget going to this investment bank when I was, I don't know, like 14, 15 and thinking, oh my God, I want to be like them one day. I don't know what I'll, I don't know what I'm going to do here, but I know I want to be in these buildings. I want to be those clip cloppy women in their stilettos walking about the city. Mm. Um, and so when, when we now have those insight days, where I am now, a clip copy woman. I have now become the clip copy woman. <laughs> I have now become the clip copy woman. Um, when, when we do have, you know, especially other young Asian girls coming up to me and literally asking, how do I get a job here? What mm. do I have to do? You know, asking those same questions that I used to ask. Mm. I'm like, this is, this is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. And it's, it's like I want, I want them to come along. I want them to see. I want them to join in and say, you know, it is. You can, you can do this. It's there's a couple of people who need to help and support you along the way, but you've got this. You can do it. Mm. Um, yeah. it's, it's it's a bit surreal sometimes, and it's like this. It's so exciting because it's just a start. Like we literally just started. Yeah, and like it's interesting because when you went through into the inside day that was literally 10 years ago right and in 10 years time look where you are like you are living that dream person's life like you wanted to go into the city you wanted to work in an office host meetings and all of this and that is exactly where you are today and imagine what you're going to be in 10 years time and like what you meant who you mentioned earlier on on about the ex-CXO who is um uh, an Asian woman that kind of gave you that feedback like you're looking at her now right saying oh my god like she's gold she's a boss lady but like before you know it like mate, honestly you're gonna get there and like I'm not even just saying it like it's because you've done it once 10 years ago you can do it again right and like to your point it, it doesn't mean that you're gonna have to be a leader or whatever or like get that title but it's like getting to a point in your life in 10 years time where you look back and say I dreamt of that and I, I wanted to be where I am today because you've done it once, right? And I, I'm exactly the same as you as well. Like, I used to think about when I was very young and my dad used to work in Hong Kong, like we used to walk around these tall buildings and 
I say, oh my God, I wonder who works there. Like, what do they actually do in a computer? Do you know what I mean? Like, because you're a child, like, you don't understand what happens behind the scenes. And like, I must have been five or six. And like, I used to want to be doing what I'm doing now. And like, to your point, this is just the beginning. And I'm just really excited to see like where you will go. And I know that whatever you will do will be like, you will completely like smash it, whatever you do. Right. And like, I think going back to what you said as well around like helping others, like you, you used it in a, like a helping and giving hope for the next generation in a way. So do you see yourself going like around in that coaching kind of like route? Cause I, I know that the whole conversation has been really like career focused and because I guess that's like, that's what we do and it makes sense. Right. But from like a personal, like motivation point of view, like what else do you want to be like doing? Like what do you want to be known for? Like when we die one day, sorry. <laughs> bit dark (laughs) (laughs) this podcast took a took a different route (laughs) that's the thing i talk about this quite often and people are like shit you didn't have to mention that (laughs) but it's like let's be honest it's gonna happen (laughs) in this climate lamika really (laughs) too soon too soon (laughs) too soon too soon we haven't even gotten over it yet um (laughs) I, i i think it's i think it's a little bit similar right Mm. so I see I see I think we've spoken about a lot of the career women and boss women we see within our careers Mm. but in my personal life I do not I think we all say this about our mums right they're amazing but I honestly do not understand how my mum does it I've never seen anyone who is so just unself I've never seen anyone so selfless in my entire life Mm. um she seems to put her her priorities and her feelings on the back burner to always support and help others. Mm. Um, and so when I think of aspirational legacies in my personal life, that's something I'd 100% want to be. Mm. She's known as the dependable person who's got her shit together and is always there. Mm. Always there to help and support you if you need a hand, if you need someone to call, she's there. That mm. is her personal, <laughs> her personal branding in her personal life, right? All of her friends know it. She is the one who is just completely selfless. Sometimes I literally have to be like, Mum, come, come on. on, can you think about yourself here for a second? You need to be, you need to be a little bit selfish. Not, not selfish, but you need to think about yourself. Because, yeah, because we, we, we all have this um, like battery, right? Mm. And you, she'll, she'll run her battery out for someone else. <laughs> she'll run her energy down for someone else because she's that selfless. Mm. But it's because she honestly cares about the other people in her life so much. And she's so dependable that anyone and everyone can call her at any time and she's there for them, mm. um, along with balancing everything else out. So even if I'm a little bit close to the way she is and the way she acts, for me, that's like a personal goal in my personal life. If I'm able to be there for my friends and family, mm. even a small degree to which she is, I think that's, that's like my personal goal. Yeah. A personal legacy I'd like to have. Yeah, I love that. And I think, I don't know if it's like an Asian woman thing, like, because I, if I look at my mom and my nan, like, it's always about putting others first. And, like, it is honestly, like, so selfless. And, like, you do look at them like, you deserve more. Or, like, you know, like, it's like, look at <laughs> Think about yourself for once. Exactly. And, but it's so, like, inspiring. Like, because I'm the same as well. Like, I wouldn't be where I am without, without my mom. And it's clear that having that, that kind of role model has clearly shaped you to be who you are. And, like, you know, you we owe a lot to these incredible kind of role models as well right but I think if you could or or like yeah we could be half as 
great as our mom like that's our job done in a way right like no matter how successful we get in our career like that's only one piece of the puzzle but it's like beyond that it's like if someone thinks of Anamika and they say the things that you just said about your mom like that is a huge kind of accomplishment on, on its own isn't it oh hell yeah if anyone said, ever say anything like that about me in my head I'd be like oh <laughs> I'm a happy person I've made it I've made it in my personal life mm. um and I think even it is it's an interesting situation right because we're we're in this oh, I don't know about you but we're in this weird part of our lives where it's like okay what's next it's our, it's our grown-up days right we've had our young adult days mm. we're going into this grown-up phase where we're gonna have to start balancing personal life a lot more than our careers and stuff like that and so I think even, you know, you rightfully said, what are you doing about your personal legacy? And I think sometimes I might forget about that, mm. where I'm so focused on kind of driving my career and, and thinking about that because we're still so early on, right? If we're ever going to invest in our career, now is the time. Mm. We don't have those personal... Um, kids. <laughs> kids. <laughs> yeah, kids. <laughs> we don't have <laughs> Period. We don't have anyone that we need to go home to. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think sometimes I, I I might put that on a back burn, but it's it's something you need. I think I'm going to need to learn to juggle and think about in a lot more detail, like going forward as well. Yeah, um, and I think like that's just part of life, right? Like what experience that you had when you were a teenager in school got you to where you are today. This experience is going to help you for the next part. Like it's just part of once again that self development, like as you grow up, there are going to be different priorities and like, you know, careers in like a big part of you and, and like, you know, who we are, but it's like, there's going to be some point where we're like, do you know what? There's more to life than this. And I think like, it's not the case of abandoning it, but like learning to juggle. And I think that's going to be another challenge, but like in a good way, right? Cause you're going to come out of it and think, oh, I can't believe I did that. And if you look at some of the people who are like killing it and you know, they've got they have somehow managed to juggle both their personal and their, and professional life. And it's like, you look at them, you're like, mate, if they can do it, so can we, do you know what I mean? It's already, been, it's already been done once. It's not like it's, it's not possible, you know, but no, that makes, that makes complete sense. I love yeah, that. The blueprint can put out the blueprints there. We just, we just need to follow it to the best of our ability and see, see what fits us as well. Right. Who it, knows? In in five years' time, you could have like the number one podcast on the airwaves. We might be revisiting this conversation, and suddenly your priorities change. Right? You just don't know what in life is going to be thrown in your way, thrown at you. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's the thing. And like, yeah. imagine how fun it would be it would be to revisit this conversation in ten years' time and look how far we've gotten. Like, I, I know whatever we do, like, without being like cocky once again it's like just having that faith that we will do well and I think what you said around following the blueprint of the people that we look up to equally we are creating that blueprint for the next generation right and that's how you evolve because the world changes people adapt we are going to be the blueprint for the next generation as well so it's like paving the right way setting the right standards and going back to your point around your story of when you were younger it's giving people hope and inspiring them and I think that is pretty much like if you can inspire someone if you help if you can help someone out there like that is your legacy right I think the other thing is is you know even when you don't think you've done a big thing but someone remembers you for it mm -hmm. and randomly brings it up mm. like, I think that's going to be a mark for shit I've made it like that's that's when you know you've made it yeah <laughs> I, I, 
because when it's when it's when you like go to a big convention or a big company conference or something like that and you go you meet the speaker a couple months later and you're like I remember you from this because it really stuck with me mm. like having someone say that to you is like a is, is one of those bench those career benchmarks you're like oh shit like this this is it <laughs> And that's the thing, it's, and it's so natural, right? Because it's not like you're consciously going out of your way to say, I want to be remote, like, do you know what I mean? It's not like, in, in two months' time, I want this guy to raise this thing I did. But because of you doing what you're doing and who you are and, like, going back to your point around doing everything to your best capability, um, that's how people remember you, right? And I think going back to legacy, like, something I've mentioned it before is that, it's, you know, it's the fact that, you think you're creating your legacies has to be something grand and you know you need to create the next company but it's like you're building your legacy every day and it's the impact that you leave on people so it's like if you have done something and like it's made someone feel a certain way or like to remember you in the next part like that is it right that is without realizing that is like oh my god like good on you kind of thing as in like good on yourself Have have you had any of those moments so far like what you've done with any of the grads or stuff like that because I know I've even heard it for yourself Lamy you've been giving it a lot to me but I think it's time I, I repeat this homage of, of of people randomly come up not randomly come up but you'll be in a discussion with someone there in in the grad scheme who is you know a year or two years below you saying oh yeah I've heard this story about a grad called Lamita who's who's jumped roles three times and has made her own role and done this and done that and is bossing it and is doing this self-development amazingness and you're like you feel you feel proud like I just feel such pride because I'm like oh Stop I it. know her I know her <laughs> that's my other Mika. this is so funny because like it's funny because like shit are you are you the host now like, are you running this <laughs> Because <laughs> I haven't had anyone ask that question, but it's interesting that you've asked me that. And I think, yeah, maybe I could like delve into it in the future. But uh, going back to your question, like, I, I think I can like delve into that maybe like in future episodes and stuff. But like, yeah, I've heard feedbacks of people when they've come back and said, you know, like, oh, like your story is inspiring, or like, you know, I want to be doing what you're doing. How did you actually do it? And I think that's the biggest form of like flattery and like um, recognition in a way. Because once again, the things that I did in my career isn't to impress anyone. It's what you said earlier on about looking out for yourself. And something I have said to all my managers before is that I'm not loyal to the role or my, like what I do. I'm, I'm like, what I'm driven by is my personal growth and development. And like something I read today as well is like so many people put their jobs in front of their career and like people get comfortable because you're the expert in what you do. Right. And, no one else thinks of um developing you because they're like they're already happy they're, they're happy doing what they do and i think that's how you pigeonhole but like so one thing i've learned working where i'm working in the last two and a half years i've had three to three or four different roles but every role was like a stepping stone so it's like recognizing that what i'm doing is from for my own growth and like if doing that has helped someone out there or if they've thought oh my god like i want to do that it's like just having that courage and it's like get, getting those feedback does mean a lot um and once again that's the reason why i do isn't for people to recognize me and like them talk about me in a meeting room or whatever but it's like due to the actions that i did to like for my own development if it's if the impact and the output of the of that is then inspiring other people then good on them right and it feels good and to your point it is like a virtual like ticks exercise to yourself and it's like that was nice and I like people when they give feedback because it's like we need more of that 
but yeah I think like going back to like what I said around the legacy like it's been really insightful learning about your personal goals your professional goals and just like what you're gonna do and like like I mentioned it'd be so fun to look back at this time in 10 years time and like imagine what will be but yeah doesn't that get you really excited <laughs> it gets me so excited but all I think especially with our with our groups that we started to form and our connections that we have where we work. Yeah. Oh my god, I can just see so many fantastic career paths and like people just you know when you're so excited to see what holds, what the mm-hmm. future holds. Like I'm really, really excited. Yeah. And I I think it's it's not gonna be easy, right? If you look okay. at it in ten years' time, look look ten years ago. We were fourteen years old. Yeah, yeah. Fourteen, right? How much has our life changed since we were 14? Ridiculous. Imagine what it's going to be like when we're 34. And the thing is, it doesn't even feel that far away. That's the odd thing for me, is I feel like it's not that far away. But, uh, yeah, it's super exciting. I think that, especially with the people we know and the group that we have, I'm so excited to see what the future holds for us all. Yeah, and you're so like you're so similar to me because um I'm I'm the same. I'm like I just can't wait for the future. What the future holds, and like I read a time somewhere in one of the books, and they were saying like having nostalgia for the future, and like in and and it's like if you want to be happy and if you want to look forward to things, it's like set those goals where you're actually excited to wake up in the morning and know what the future holds rather than oh just another day. But yeah. Like the final question for you, for you today is like I think I mentioned it on the email as well. Like the channel's about self development, and I'm sure like you've used a lot of tips to get to where you are today but I was just going to ask have you got like one maybe like book recommendation or podcast recommendation or something that has like where you've read it and you're like oh my god like everyone needs to read it kind of thing that you want to like share with the people listening um so if I'm being completely honest I'm not I'm not the biggest I, I so the podcasts and books I read are always really how do I say trash right they're not they're not there to provide you with any (laughs) additional help tips and tips they're lots of just light-hearted things that I like to read and watch um away from work but what I do love is quotes um quotes and like role models and things like that so for example the recent one that I've really been a little bit obsessed about so I I find these people that I'll be really interested in a couple months ago it was Elon Musk and I was like right can't get enough need to learn about his journey love how he started from PayPal now he's at Tesla at SpaceX um and now it's like Amal Clooney obsessed with her think she's phenomenal what about her what What makes you love her I she's just in my mind she's like goals right she is a huge, hugely amazing and successful woman in her field. Mm. Um, she carries herself in such a elegant and graceful manner. Mm. Um, I've seen some interviews and um, like courtroom sessions that she's had where people are going after her, but she never loses her call. Um, I cannot relate at all. I am a hot head. <laughs> um, but she always stays graceful always keeps her cool and she just provides facts. Mm-hmm. She hits you with those facts, gives you a good, you know, rebuttal and you can't argue with that. And I think just she manages she manages her home life perfectly. She manages her work life great and she looks good doing it. Like what's not to admire? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I really like quotes. So I'll see people, I'll hear things and those kind of motivate me. Mm-hmm. So my like quote of the, of the moment is um success is going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm Mm. 
Um, and I, I think with me, I'm quite an enthusiastic, positive person. Mm. And I think every now and then you do get, you do that, you do get that dressing down, like I spoke to you about earlier with like limp, something like that. But it helps you and still motivates you and you're still enthusiastic at the end of it. So mm. you know you're going to become or become a better person as a result of it. Mm. Um, and so if you're still able to continue going on and still being enthusiastic about the same thing after hitting roadblock after hitting another failure and continue going for me that's you building up that resilience to continue being successful mm. um so that's one that's that I really like and I think that's that's the way that I tend to be so apologies I don't really have a particular book or podcast no. um just <laughs> I'm just a bit rubbish at that I, I watch and listen I can make a recommendation 90 day fiance guys if you want to just unwind hit up YouTube no neck no neck Ed you know hear about his journey and story <laughs> not about self-development at all but um yeah recommendation proper, proper entertainment though I actually need to go yeah. back oh it's 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 so bad Do you know what sometimes you just want a bit of light-hearted entertainment you don't want anything too serious i i watch more of that um <laughs> it just keeps that. me entertained it does yeah well yeah i mean like like i mentioned i think to previous is like self-development comes in different forms and like you know it's just whatever works for you and like you know you look at role models and like things that stick by you that makes you behave a certain way in your in your real world that's all that matters so yeah i'm glad that you shared that and i'm sure that helped someone out there but i think that wraps us up to for the podcast now we've spoken for like nearly two hours straight and it's been so <laughs> like because we talk about these things anyway <laughs> i know like we talk about these things anyway so it's good that we could get to capture it like i feel like i've got to know you better as well and like like you mentioned i'm just really excited to see like what you, you will do and like how we can like learn from each other and just like just go live our life and like live it to our full potential yeah. so thank you so much for coming Anamika, and like honestly thank you it's so, been so for inviting me yeah and i hope that was fun for you as well oh it for sure was i think it's just good to reflect sometimes right and yeah. actually speaking to speaking to you we speak about so many things but actually i think with the questions that you've had today it's just almost revisiting memories and things that we haven't maybe spoken about so yeah really enjoyed it so thank you so much and lamika this is amazing <laughs> <laughs> thanks my love appreciate the support and yeah look out for the episodes Thank you guys once again for listening to another episode of the podcast. Hope you guys found it as enjoyable as I did recording it. And if you want to share some feedback or show some support, feel free to follow me on at Self Tough Sundays with a double S on Instagram. And I look forward to catching you same time next week. Thank you. Bye.